This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside with me, as always, he doesn't think the game's gone soft, Mitch Doyle. Hey everybody. Uh, no Dale Roots, Mitchell. No, uh, I don't even, know, don't even know why he's not here, but there's two of us. We kind of got sick of hitting up the cacophony of guests we have on the podcast. Yep, and I got sick of them doing a better job than me. Yeah, so I said too. no more guest hosts. You know, short bye week. You know, we had short notice to get somebody in. Origins yeah. tomorrow night. I mean, any of you listening to this this week, put it over. But yeah, no guests this week. There's two of us rolling solo. So yep, there we go. Sitting by candlelight. It's good. Mm. Um, we tried some the candles. Chocolate. Did not happen. No. Well, well, I could light a candle. You got a candle right there. Um, we tried a couple of chocolate blocks. Care of our, our friend, friend of the show, and friend of us, Annette. Uh, what were they called, Mitchell? You put the photo out of them. One was hazelnut. I had to put them out. Yeah, I took the photo. Oh, okay. One was hazelnut. One was fudge. They were both good. They're yeah, dark hazelnut chocolate thing that looked pretty good. Looked like a looked like a Wonka bar from looked like a bar from a movie yeah. at least. Yeah. So it was good presentation. And I was shocked uh, nice there was no smooth. golden ticket. Yeah. yeah, it is gold wrapping though. Mm. But yeah, that was all right. And the fudge is, yeah, fudge is decent. But I mean, that's good. I pre-packaged like it. fudge can never be good as market fudge, unfortunately. There's just, there's a cap on it. Yeah. Once it's got to sit in that thing for like a, a month, mm. that's it. No, yep. well, let's get let's get on to the, the footy. Yes, let's. South Sydney 16, Parramatta 22. Uh, this could be the falsest scoreline of all time. Yes, yeah, South sucked. They were rubbish. <laughs> they, they, if, if you didn't watch this game and you just saw the score and you're like, oh, it's not bad. No, no. They, they were well and truly atrocious. There's two positives to this game. Um, for Souths. One is Angus Crichton continues to be very, very good. And the second is Alex Johnson is fast again, Mitchell. He's faster. Don't, don't just give me... You've <laughs> got to give me this. That's, no. all I, that's all I have in life is that Alex Johnson's back on the wing and scoring He's tries. faster. He's better, much better on the wing, definitely. Yes. But man, um, I mean, this is the same story with the South side at this point, isn't it? Yeah, it's trash. Absolute garbage. And then they'll play... They'll be really good in like three weeks again. They'll come together, they'll beat a team and you'll think, we'll think, oh, maybe, maybe they're showing something and they'll be trash again. Well, they got a buy and then the Broncos, so we'll see. I just, I don't know. There's just so many holes in this south side still. It's, it's I real mean, bad, man. there's just nothing in that back line, as you mentioned before. But Fui Mano looked all right in the back he row. He looked okay, but they did but target him defensively. They picked him apart and, defending yeah, in the centers. Yeah, which was always going to happen. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, though. He was a center in the lower grades at Parramatta, right? I think he might have been. But, but, I mean, at the, but regardless, he's morphed into a back rower, and that's where he should be staying. At this point, it, putting him there was no more logical than putting like Kyle Turner or Angus Crichton out there. It's just yep. silly. I, like Bryson Goodwin's not everyone's cup of tea, but at the very least, he is a centre by trade. Yeah, he's been all right there, and you know, and the rest of the South, like Robbie Rocco, looks like he's uh, you know over over the bit of the hill. He looks really old all of a sudden, doesn't he? And he's not, and he's in mid in his mid twenties. But um, I just thought that was a smart signing at the time. But didn't we back, all? Yeah, but now hasn't really done much at South. And uh, I don't know if he'll... He's 26, by the way, and he's one-year deal. I don't know if he'll get another contract. Only has, like, 80-odd games, I think, from memory. And he's been around for a while. That's the injury prone he's been. But I did really enjoy from the Eels side. I just love seeing Takarangi play with Red Radra. I just, like... Yeah, Semi is not playing at the level he was in previous years. And yes, Jennings is a better player than Taka. But I just love that combination. In this game, most times Takarangi gets a ball in his hands. He looks to offload to Semi. And it just, you know, it's just good to say. I know a lot of occasions he threw it to Semi and there's nothing on, but I just like seeing the ball get in his hands. And yeah, Semi had a decent game in this one. Yeah, he loves playing South, does Semi. He does. Um, so does Mitch Moses, who was okay. Yeah, I thought we'd, uh, two weeks ago, I was stoked. I was like, hey, Mitch Moses didn't play well against South once. Little did I know. He was just gearing up because <laughs> he gets to play us two more times this year. Yeah. How good seeing your bogey player four times. 
Tepai Moroa had a good game too, and he's had a couple of decent games in a row. So maybe he's maybe finally doing something with that potential of his. Yeah. Uh, Manu Ma'u, awesome again. Dan Alvaro, nice little game off the bench. Uh, you know, And Josh Hoffman actually had his best game in a para jumper, maybe his best game for two years. Yeah. With a nice little finish and some good footwork to create a break. But this game felt like far more Origin affected than it was. There was no one out no for one. Origin yeah. for either team. Um, but it felt all like Origin round footy. You're like, yeah, that's an Origin round football game. I, I kind of wish Robbie had been picked for the Blues. Um, I, I was more positive and upbeat about the Robbie signing than most people were at the time. And I think I don't think he's been as bad as people are making out. But you can clearly see this team is better. The the one, the, what? How many games has South played now? 11, 12? Farah has been the better of the two hookers in exactly one game this year, and that was a revenge game two weeks ago against his old team. Yeah, um, I don't really understand it. I've told you this before that Madge is too loyal to a fault with guys, um, and to not have Damien Cook come on the field until what the sixty-fifth minute in a game like this is pretty inexcusable. Yeah, I think the way he's using them now, I understand starting Farah. Farah might be better in the earlier periods, but now he's the last two games. Look, Cook's come on with like fifteen to go. Yeah, what's the point of having a game guy with that talent? To sit there that long. It's but, really frustrating. Yeah, it should be, it, well, as it would be. And then you saw Madge lose it after this game. But at some point, I know the players have got to lift, but I think Madge has got to change something at some point too. Can't just keep going one out. I mean, you can't just keep changing the team yeah. this, mate. You've got to change how you play football. Yeah. Like, changing the team this round and expecting the same things. Like you've got, at some point, you understand that you haven't got the fullback who can play like GI. You haven't got a playmaking fullback. Walker might be decent in attack there, but he's poor in defence. You don't think something else out. Cannot catch, doesn't cannot, want to catch bombs. Has no interest in catching bombs. And no. that try he conceded real early when he barely got touched by someone and dropped it. It's like showed his interest in being at fullback. It's unfortunate. There. There's really no other option for the rest of this year. But if their plan is to sign, sorry, if their plan is to play either him or Gagai there next year, Yuck. I think that's a mistake in either case. Um, obviously, I think Gagai's best position is centre and Walker's is 5 8. Um, they need to sign a fullback or it's going to be another very long campaign next year. Yeah, I agree on that. But, yeah, we've been through over this pack how many times we're disappointed. They just keep disappointing. And um, Hey, no errors from George. It's a positive. There might be some point that uh, it might become Madge's time, I feel. Uh, it's it's crazy to say only, what, like two and a half years after, like, you know, the best moment in this club's recent history. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, they just look listless at times. And this this game was just shit house. And I know they only ended up losing by six because of a late bit of magic from my man, Alex Johnston. Yeah, um, but but man, they they were second best in this game. It was never as close but, as the scorelines are making it out to be. Best example of second year syndrome this year, by the way, isn't Nathan Cleary. It's Bevan French. Yeah, he's not been. Uh, he has done next to nothing this season. You feel pretty pissed off if you're Clint Gutherson. But, you um, would. Oh, well, I don't know what happens once um, Norman comes. Once back. Norman comes back, does Gutherson go to fullback? Because I feel like he's better fullback currently than French. Yeah, been. I mean, I, I floated that idea a few weeks ago, and uh, I mean, we all kind of just sort of. Shot it mm. down as a collective, but you know if he's if he's not going to perform, and because Gutherson I thought was fantastic for the in the has been has been fantastic at fullback when he's gone back there. Well, he's currently a better player than French, and French might be a better prospect, but um, not really performing at fullback in attack and getting really ragdolled in defence when yeah. when he's when they're sort of ragdolled in defence. Sorry, when returning kicks, you can put him on that wing again. He can do what he's doing when he came in the first grade last year is that to stay on the wing, but occasionally pop up in the middle or yeah. support play off the wing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what they do because they've got Hoffman, who's not amazing, but they signed him to be a first grader too, and he's okay on that wing. So you just feel like someone's got to give, and it might be Bevan French to that wing for Josh Hoffman. But I think we'll that's probably what weeks. would happen. But yeah, yeah, as you said, we'll see. But they're, yeah, they're in a finals push. There's no reason to just be playing French there because he's the better prospect. Yeah, exactly right. If Gutherson's better now, you're still trying to win a competition, as silly as that might sound to people, given the Parramatta are currently ninth. But hey, you never know. That's what they're doing. Yeah. 
All right, uh, next game. Uh, who could have seen this coming? Um, the Warriors uh, took on a very, very depleted Brisbane team and beat them 28-10. to 10. Sean Johnson and Roger Tuivasek turned up wow. against the Q Cup team. What I, a shock. We all expected that to happen, right? But what was driving <laughs> me insane was the commentators, man. Like Serenity now! Serenity now! Just every time that Sean Johnson did something, they acted like, oh, the greatest player of all time. And I like Sean, you know you, you know that. But there's, there's no context to, to the game at all. No. It took until like the 60th minute to, miss, to, to mention the Broncos are missing eight players. The Broncos are probably missing <laughs> two or three million dollars worth of salary in this game. <laughs> like, it, it's no joke. It was close to a reserve grade team. And, man, I mean, they looked like it. Again, on paper, the Broncos, I didn't actually look that bad. But people forget, we don't forget that. The game isn't played on paper, we know that. People forget, though, that cohesion is a real part of rugby league, and it's why teams in round one never look good as they do in the middle of the season. This is like the Broncos playing their round one with a new team against the Warriors who have been playing again all together all year kind of thing. And the defensive combinations for the, for the Broncos were embarrassing. Some of the tries they let in were just guys not really in the defensive line in the right spot, not making the right reads and whatever. But, you know, this is origin, the origin period. You know, Broncos fans are upset, but this is this is it every year. And I mean, we know we're not going to get the Roosters on that weekend, for example, because that's a broadcast game. This yep. is how it works for us currently. They're going to put a game on the Warriors. Yeah, we lost two points with a team we would have beaten any other time of the year. But, you know, put us on against the Warriors because that's not a broadcast fixture. Put on that week, whatever. People people hypothesise that perhaps Roberts wasn't ready for Origin. He wasn't ready for Blake Ashford. Yeah. He actually um, he had he some bounced nice back. He bounced back well in the second half, but it's just funny to see Blake Ashford run through. Oh, he had, he had some moments there where they were just threw the ball at him in hospital passes, made him look awful. Eh? Like, we weren't going anywhere, and they didn't make any space. They just threw the ball at Roberts and hoped something would That's happen. That's classic good player in a bad team, though. It's just like chuck it, it to the good kid and hope he does something. Yeah. Uh, Benji Marshall was quite decent, actually. He, thought, was a, he was better than... I mean, actually, I'm not going to say he was better than I expected, because I don't... I, 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 find the, I find a lot of the Benji hate to be a bit over the top but well, yeah he was okay we all know he's not a halfback he learned we learned that the Dragons he was fine as, as the six for the Broncos and set up a nice try and when he got a, when he got that ball back in space he, Benji was trying to score eight. it was great but he fell over got the offload away and we, we did score but yeah I mean what do people expect so there's, the, there's nothing good there's no signs the Broncos can take out of this no, game the, nothing. the and two tries he scored were both really lovely they were. by the way and I mean, what do the Warriors take out of this either? There's nothing they can take out of if it. If you're a Warriors fan, you're pissed off, right? Like, That's what I was saying. Like, do, are this, you pissed? do this against, a, like, do this when the Broncos are full strength. Do this when you play a good team. Like, this is nonsense. Do this like, any other week of the season. Like, spare me. How the whole team fires up. It, it, it kind of embarrassing, isn't it? Right that they all turn up for this kind of fixture. It's it, it is embar- as embarrassing as it is completely unsurprising. Like, yeah, honestly. But yeah, I mean, it, what, I don't know. It's an Origin fixture. The Warriors got two points. What yep. do you do? Speaking, next, of, speaking of origin fixtures. Well, I mean, next year, though, with the change schedule, we'll get... Oh, it'll be yeah. funny, though, to see. Next year, the Kiwis are playing over that period. Yeah, it'll be a little bit different. I'd love to see if the Warriors had yeah. to play a team without any We'll run Kiwis. through that later, but I'm very excited for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking of origin games, Cronulla Sharks, nine. Canterbury Bulldogs, eight. My man, Chad Townsend. Perfect hair. Slots the winning field goal. Mm. Um, I mean, I think every year I almost forget how much effect losing origin plays has on, on football in that period. But this game highlighted that too. Not only did the last game do it, but so did this game. This was dour. I never thought I'd see a worse game than, like, a worse origin-affected game than, I think it was South Titans 2014. Although, was that Cowboys-West Tigers game, the 8-2? Was that origin-affected? Yeah. They're both really bad. This was up there in terms of shitness. But It was. You know, dare I say, the Sharks, forgotten how to lose. <laughs> Um, it's getting concerning that they're still this good. <laughs> they haven't had hit the uh, the minor premiership hangover yet. Paul Gallen was outstanding. 
He was fantastic. That last run to set up the winning field goal as well was just great. And same like, in the run that he, he collected out of the out of the in goal and got them out of the in yeah. goal was great. And uh, but I think the uh, Sharks lost the moment that Jared Beal scored from sixty meters. You should, the game should end then. It should be like when you uh, you know you're at your putt putt and you get it like there's three holes and one holes. Yeah, you get, they get in the right hole. It's like you win the game. Yeah. When Jared Beal scores a sixty meter try, siren should go off. <laughs> Balloons pop. <laughs> it's like game over. Sharks win because um. That guy cut round a sight in a dark night, but not a single uh, Bulldogs player could catch him. But uh, Gallon was immense. I thought um, Hopewadi was quite decent, and so was Val Holmes. But the, again, like this, just a dour game. That Terrible. even though the the Bulldogs weren't missing as many players, uh, they weren't both missing a lot of players, but missing enough key players to really affect the the, the performance on both sides. But yeah, every year we end up coming to Origin. And it's like oh, it could be all right. And then I see the first round of games and think, oh, this is why people don't watch footy this time of year. I want to give a little rap to Aiden Tolman. I thought he stepped up, especially with James Graham um, going off. He's done quite well I, with um, without like Graham's got injured. What three of the last four games? Yeah. I think Tolman's played eighty minutes in all of them, and he he's made done pretty 51 well. Fifty-one tackles and one hundred and forty-eight meters in this game. Like that's pretty good. Yeah, he's essentially their lock. I think you know really yeah. that that in his jersey. He's essentially their lock when when he's playing. And uh, yeah, and I thought also uh, is it Tuolau? What was his name? Yeah, Tuolau, the young property debut looked pretty good for for the doggies. That was not too bad, but overall, yeah. again, origin. And, uh, your, your man, your man uh, I'm not being... Faci- like, you know how often we joke, we pretend we don't know who guys are and stuff. Mm. I've legitimately thought since he came into first grade that his name was Craig Frawley. Matt Frawley? Yeah. That's that's the wrong Frawley, mate. I Yeah, I know that now. But yeah. at the, I've spent the last month thinking his name was Craig. There you go. Uh, Matt Frawley average again. That's yeah. a huge shock to the system now at this point, isn't it? Who's Craig Frawley? It's the old Broncos winger went to Canberra. Right, okay. Kind of looks similar to him, little white guy. So okay. I, I, I can let you pass on that a little Good. bit. Uh, yeah. Hopper had a nice, this, I mentioned earlier, Hopper had a decent game too, but he's starting to really get turned into a decent ball running fullback and making a lot of meters on kick returns. And he'll be an asset wherever he goes next year. Hopefully to Souths. Um, Sunday afternoon footy. Man, look at us breeze through these reviews because it's origin football. Like, yeah. We can't do one game in 13 minutes yeah. <laughs> most of the season. Here we are. Sunday afternoon football. Canberra Raiders 24. Sydney Roosters 16. Um, the the Ra- A little bit concerning, if anything, for the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. like Switching off against a very, very depleted Roosters team. The Roosters might have been more depleted this week than the Broncos were. It's very close. It's close. I mean, the Broncos are missing eight players. Uh, yeah, And the uh, Roosters are close, but... This was actually, I thought, the most entertaining game of the weekend because the Raiders well, looked like they should have gone away by 30-odd points or whatever, but they did the, the classic Raiders thing. Not last year, Raiders. This is Raiders of history kind of move. And just turn, turn off the tap, put, set up, put up shop, and then Roosters fought back. And, they, you know, Tedavano with the with an awful bomb try. Oh, Mitchell. I bombed this too, but you whatever. bombed it. Drop it like a ton for that. Whatever, it's gone now. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't play it. Don't play you're it. You're not playing the drop. Yeah, not well, that, that is the that was supposed to be where you pre- press. It the was drop. supposed to be that. Oh, origin rounds, mate. Killing well, me you, too. Where, where, where is lethargic as the players? Um, yeah, that was supposed to be it. Three, the old three on one. Go yourself. Oh, and so then, bad. And then try to throw a pass and then lose the ball. So bad. He's out of first grade this week. That's amazing. He got cut for an error. <laughs> um, I do love Jordan Rapana's dedication to the try scoring game. He will never look to pass the ball ever in space again, will he? No. Like, when he got through then and Hodgson was on his inside and he fought over Kane Evans and luckily got uh, the ball down. T- two highlights from me from this game. Yep. Uh, first one was on the, the Rapana try where the video ref checked it for hitting Whitehead's chest. Yeah. Uh, Gus Gould just said that should be a knock-on. That should be, play should stop. Why? He just said, I wouldn't play on from that. 
Good. That's what we said. And then uh, late in the game when Canberra were up four and they got a penalty, he said, I'd take the two here to go up by eight. Yeah, he would. Uh, he's just always... That was much of a facial. <laughs> what was that penalty for? A facial. A facial. That's what the referee That's said. not a facial. <laughs> Lay down here, rabbits. I'll show you what a facial is. The game's premier thinker. Just <laughs> always, always thinking two steps ahead of everyone else. What a surprise. That guy not, not, not that sharp anymore. <laughs> did, did not see that coming. No, who did? Uh, yeah, Junior Paulo was immense again in this game. Yeah. But also threw one of the dumbest offloads or slash that passes back into the game to try and blow it. That was so shit. They really try and blow if it. If that had blown the game for them, he might have taken Ted Avano. Um, I thought um, for the Roosters, I thought Takiaho, Madison and Michael Gordon all stood up really well for yeah, them. Uh, Madison especially getting more minutes in the absence of other guys. He stood up massively. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. And, and don't... Don't fall into the trap that Kiri put on a nice pass in the last five minutes that he's any good in this game. Kiri's a dreadful halfback. Been saying that for a few years. Yeah, he can't steer a team around. He's really good in his simplified role, but him and, and Watson had a poor game too, Yeah, mind, Watson wasn't very good. He wasn't copying the right direction from Kiri in Kiri, the first the, place. Like the, right at the end, the bad decision-making as well, like trying to throw that cut out to Tupo when it was never on. Yeah. And then Tupo got put a foot on the sideline, and that was the, basically their last proper chance to What's score. happened to uh, Blake Austin's pace? Balake, yeah. Um... What a bomb try that was too. Yeah. Tedavano saved him from embarrassment, how he somehow dropped the ball, went over the sideline and everything. There were a lot of motion. winners. There were a lot of contenders in this game. That was yeah. weird though, because it wasn't so much a lack of pace, he just slipped over. <laughs> yeah. Like he just slipped on the wet grass. If he didn't slip over, he would have scored. Yeah, and uh, um, the concerns for Latrell Mitchell that Trent Robertson concerned earlier in the season are still there. People don't care because they're not losing. But well they lost this game, but you know, it's an origin game, mm-hmm. whatever. But he ran the ball four times again. And I looked up some stats for the season. He's run the ball 21 times out of his own 40 all season. That's out of his own 40 metres, whatever. And there's numerous players... Josh Spencer will do that in a game. Yeah, like, honestly, there's guys in two games have more than him. Malakoba Tenny's-Lesniak has more in three games. You know, uh, George Tafu has 160 for the season. And I know he's a winger. It's more of his job. But Latrell just has no interest at all in coming off that edge and looking for the ball. A lot of those times where he's got the ball out of his own end is when they've gone for an early shift. It's very, very rare guy comes in and he comes in a first receiver on a dummy half and picks the ball up and earns his team some hard meters. And work ethic is the hardest thing to teach in a rugby league player. You know, talent's there for a lot of players, but work ethic is really hard to teach. It's why you can see a lot of these talented kids come into first grade, play a few good seasons, but once things catch up with their talent, they go out. And I'm not calling the Troll Mitchell as one of those guys yet, but I'm saying that that's got to be a real concern for Roosters fans. And the nice moments can paper over that, but. I mean, a guy touching the ball, four runs in this game, had a run, game early in the season with five runs. You've got to help the rest of your team out more. As a big guy like that, he should be running the ball 10-plus times every single game. He's run it plus 10, over 10 times once this yeah. year. I mean, the, I guess the, 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 the positive you can glean from that is that those sort of things can be taught. Like, his attitude, attitude can change. He's clearly got the talent, and yeah, he just needs to be put Do you harder. think... It's I mean, pretty. Hard. It's one of the hardest things to change in rugby league. Like, there's a reason why the guys' attitude problems end up usually end up out of the league or end point. up jumping around teams. Yeah, but uh, yeah, true. You're it's right. only so long that you can put up with a guy not putting in for the rest of you. When you're in a footy team, when there's a guy on your side who's that big and that talented and not helping you out, yeah, you it, know, it's it, a good point. It, it's it, it's not a great feeling. No, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Especially in a depleted side. I know he's young, but he's had a full year in first grade now. I know he's a young player, but he should have been doing more. Yeah, just, all that's right. all I'm saying. No, I agree. Joshua, Joshua Manu does way more, and he's had less. Well, games yeah, than Tupo him. and Manu between them had about 36 runs in this game, <laughs> and Latrell Mitchell had. I'm not. I'm not joking. They had 20 and 16. I just yeah. looked it up, and Manu uh, Latrell Mitchell had four. Four, four or five. Yeah, yeah, not great. Uh, we got a question from uh, Jake White. Uh, we, well, we were we were just gonna we just wanted to expand this into a segment because we've got a bit of time tonight. We have so much question. time. Don't, that was 
20 minutes for the game reviews. Look, that's a bit of a record. Yeah, but there's only four games. Only 40 four minutes games. in a normal round would be pretty standard. Yeah. Um, anyway, he asked us to name our best 13 of the last decade. So we've not looked at each other's teams for this, and I'm worried that we might have the exact same team. Yeah. So um, we're going from 2007. Correct. To now. So fullback. Okay, we're going to one for tit for tat, are we? Yeah, I've got Billy Slater. Yeah, Billy Slater. What a surprise. Yeah, uh, who are your wingers? So I have gone a left and right wing situation. No. Okay. And the same with my centers. I have gone Brett Morris on the left wing. So have I. And Israel Folau on the right so wing. So have I. There you go. <laughs> okay, centers. centers. I have Greg Inglis and Justin Hodges. Yes, I do. Left and right. <laughs> and the halves, we know they're JT Justin and Cronk. And Cronk. Yeah. All right, so we've got the same one through seven. Look at us being geniuses. All right, uh, number nine. <laughs> yeah. Ken Smith. Robbie Farrer. No, it's Ken yeah. Smith. Uh, props. This might be where we differ, I think. Yep, I've gone Matt Scott. I've got Matt Scott. And Pedro Sevenesiva. I went Paul Gallen. Uh, you shoehorned him. Mm. You've definitely shoehorned him in there. No, he could play prop. That's fine. Mm. Well, he could he could switch around with my 13, to be honest. Well, I mean, so. we put G.I. at centre there, and um, I understand he's not been a centre, but he's got 70-odd games there. He plays centre at rep football. i got to get Gallon in my team. He's still the best centre in the game when he plays there. Yeah, was, correct. Uh, I put Petro there. Yes, Petro wasn't his best football, but he still played five years of that decade. Just more than more games in that time span than a couple of the guys I picked in my yeah. back row. I'll tell you that. And his last year wasn't fantastic, but Petro was just so good that I yeah, put him in there. That's fine. And I just couldn't think of another prop over that period that I preferred right, to him. Who was your lock? Corey Parker, which is... I, did, I that was on. That's a homer pick. It is. You and picked Corey as well, did you? I picked Sam Burgess. Well, there you go. Corey Parker's a homer pick, but he really matured at 2008. And that's when he started moving to lock and making red yeah, teams. You wouldn't let me on. cheat and put Gallon or Burgess as an edge back row, so Corey Parker got cut. And who are your back row? This was the one I struggled the most with. We're going to defer here because I know I think they're both different. But one of them, and people will deride it, but Sam Thiday... He's one of them. He was my third pick. I just wanted to be... I just thought I'd change it. I got a bit boring picking just the whole Queensland Origin team. So I picked Sonny Bill Williams. In fact, he only played like 65 games in that time yeah. period. But yeah, Sam Thiday has been the constant in the Australian yeah. and Queensland siders on that edge yeah. for 10 years. And I, I picked Sonny Bill because his 2013 season is one of the best seasons we've ever seen. And so you picked Sonny Bill there. So yeah. my other one is Anthony Watmo. Yeah. All right. And... Uh, Yes, he definitely hit a cliff the back end of his, sure, of his career. But, but he had some years there for Manly and some gains there for Manly. Some of the best gains I've seen from a forward in, in, in my lifetime. And I'm not a huge Anthony Watmo fan, but that's why I put him in there. There's, the Manly team was too good in that decade to have nobody in this side. Yeah, look, I honestly just... Not that Slater's not the better fullback, but I genuinely thought about putting Slater on the wing instead of Morris and putting Brett Stewart at fullback well, just I mean, to accommodate them both. But They have a lot of second best players yeah, in this. I would have Ryan had, would be really close. Yeah, I have, Stewart's my next fullback drop probably in there. And my next uh, centre drop's Jamie Lyon. You know, so they had a lot of players close yeah, to Yeah, my other back rower only played... 75 games but I thought he was just really 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 good for the entire time he was here and that's Gareth Ellis yeah that's a, it's a good shout I mean I might have put him as my, my next drop after those guys but he's fantastic I have a thing against Sonny so that's fair <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that and he played 60 odd games in that time and god knows how many he actually turned up for but uh, yeah that, that's it that we got what over two thirteens. that was fun yeah well that's <laughs> That's like all the content we got this week. No, it's not. We've got plenty more. All right, so jumping to some news here. So there's a new Origin schedule coming wait, wait, next news, year. News drop. We're both off the pot. I totally the forgot pot. we had a news yeah. drop. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> let, let, me, let, me, let me do the news drop. It's, it's my favourite part. Simi Randra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi-Randrandra. 
News. <laughs> um, as of next year, the Origin format will apparently change, which I think is great. So, uh, we'll each team only have one buy per year. Uh, the first game of the season will be on a Sunday night standalone fixture at, in Melbourne. That's the only bit I don't like. Um, and that way, we'll only have two rounds affected by Origin, Mitchell. Yeah, they haven't confirmed. That's the, the current thing. It hasn't been confirmed yet. But yeah, it sounds fantastic. I mean, it's it was supposed to like affect a four week period rather than whatever the eight weeks it currently affects. Yeah, and the and the camps are shorter as well, and that's what it should be. It should no, it shouldn't derail the NRL season. And I understand the fear of the NRL to to put the the season on hold for three weeks. They don't want to lose momentum in the Australian sporting market or whatever. I get that. So this is a way that. We can trim down the effects a yeah. little more. It's, it's a step in the right direction. This is about the best compromise we could have hoped for. Or, yeah. I, or I could have hoped for. It's as a step in the right direction. Origin hater. Because, you know, maybe next a couple of years this goes well and we push more. Let's get, you know, the origin even more compressed and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And also, obviously, because there'll be the England versus New Zealand games at the same time, apparently, and the Pacific Test as well. There's plenty, plenty of footy going on. The Warriors owe the rest of the competition playing those games without the Warriors, without the Kiwis, by the way. Can you imagine playing the Warriors without the, the, the New Zealand, Zealand reps? They, they, they owe, great. How many times they got to beat up on origin teams in the reverse? They owe the competition that period. Fuck, you'd be... You'd be You'd just be lining up to play them that week. You'd yeah. just be fighting tooth and nail to be the team that gets to play them. That origin uh, schedule shrinking is a big blow to them, by the way. Huge. Like, I can't underestimate how good they are in the middle third of the season <laughs> yeah, when every other like, team... You know is... I'm a warrior sympathiser, but like uh, post-origin last year, they barely won a game, but they're middle of the season. They have the best record in the comp for the middle eight weeks. So take that away and we'll see how that season goes next year. It'll be very interesting, but... Yep. Um, yeah, I, I like I like adding in those the Kiwis and the and the Pommies too to make it more of a rep thing rather than just Origin and you know maybe maybe we'll see more fixtures added to that to that period and yeah that, that's that's all I'm good with that then you know you can have a standalone weekend if you have some more fixtures on that becomes the Anzac Test weekend kind of thing hopefully maybe there'll be some pack tests to that period too that'd be nice yeah absolutely um, Sharks boss Damien Keogh has uh, resigned after pleading guilty to drug possession yeah uh, what did he get he didn't get a charge. 18 month could behave your bond. Something like that. I don't know. But yeah, let's see if he ends up working at Hoyt still. That's that's his other job. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dugan and Widdop uh, could return for the Dragons with they've both been named on the extended uh, extended bench. You'd think they'd both play. I mean, Dugan might be a bit sore post-origin and he's a bit of a cat, but it's only a face injury. Like, you know, mate, and you think Widdop would play just because it, it is after the extra layoff and being named in that 21, I just assume he'll play. Yep. Uh, Matt Moylan could shift to six this week and he has been well, named there today. Yeah, this is the um, this is the move I thought was happening when they first froze out to Murray Martin. I thought they were going to do more than a six and D- and Dylan Edwards to fullback, but it's come now. And um, you know, Tamari Martin's done some things wrong. I'm not going to mention what they are on here, but done some things wrong. Out is out out of favour, and this is going to be the, I don't know if it's set up for the rest of the year, but it's set up till Cartwright's back at least. And we don't even know how long that is yet. So it'll be interesting to see. Moylan gets to go in a 5-8 and prove all that rubbish that he's going to be a great 5-8. What if he is, though? Well, he might be. He, he could be better there. You know, his running game isn't fantastic. He could be better there with passing or whatever. And, yep. um, and yeah, but yeah, he'll have a, be definitely be a target in defence. So that'll be very interesting how he yeah. goes. They've got Josh Mansell back as well, which is which I'm very happy happy to see. You know, great player. And then for a Penrith fan, you'd be stoked because he, he really is a catalyst of, of their yardage sets and the guy who gets the sets rolling. Um, he does look a bit top heavy with his weights regime recently. He looks like he's going to be huge this week and up top and not much down bottom. But um, the guy is, is a champion player. He'll put in there. Yeah, imagine um, having that guy and releasing him to keep 37 year old Reese Wesser. Why not? That's a good idea. Uh, West, <laughs> the West Tigers may take a preseason game to Hawaii. So this is like the third or fourth year in a row. Yeah, that, I've um, definitely read this before. That 
a team's wanted to go there, and almost every other time has been has been shut down. Like the the Broncos and Panthers had agreed to it, and I, I don't know. It's, just, it's but why post um because the international windows, all this rubbish, all this red tape that you can't play during an international window. And post the World Cup year, I'd be very surprised if they do it. Dare to dream. All right, there's some injury news. Sorry, some signing news. Is there any injuries? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jordan Turner, back to the ESL. We'll always remember him as uh, NRL All-Star, Jordan Turner. He's- yeah, so uh, that honestly, we said on the night, we're saying again, Harry, your pick doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Worst signing. Did he even got- play first grade? No. Get out of here, Harry. I don't think um, he played first grade to get one game. If anyone's no. confused, Harry picked Jordan Turner as his worst signing while we picked actual NRL players. Yeah, we all said you couldn't take it on the night and he still stuck with it. He just did it anyway. Whatever, but yeah. What a germ. I know nothing about him still. I just knew he was slow. He was too slow to be a centre and now he's gone. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Liggy Sow and Zach Santo to the Warriors for 2019 and 2018. Liggy Sow is at the Warriors. Hmm? Liggy Sow currently plays for the Warriors. Uh, I read them in the same line. <laughs> Sorry. He's re-signed until 2019 and Zach Santo will join from the Raiders immediately and will be there till the end of next year. Yeah, I think the Santo signing is a bit weird because he's not going to take two of us a Shex job, obviously. So, I don't know. You're moving from a reserve fullback to reserve oh, it's fullback. A re- I think it's a lower grade contract anyway. Yeah, um, I just well, saw it today. You might get paid a little bit Gave more. Gave it a little mensch. Anyway, uh, Lola here to the Tigers is official. That's exciting. Oh, man. How good is these, um, these Tigers signing at the moment on Twitter, by the way? It's good. Anytime they sign a player, it's like, ooh, it's, the Tigers have signed a rusty old hook. <laughs> did, did you download that drop today? I did. Your spite towards other fan bases is truly impressive. It's great. Um, the Tigers have signed a 25 year old steaming pile of shit. <laughs> Twice, really? Why not? Okay. I'll I'll laugh myself. All right, don't hit it. Ben Barber's still 2019. I like Lola here. I wish you all the best. He's been the patron saint of this podcast for a while. Hope he gets it together. He's been a bit chubby. Ben Barber to St. Helens till 2019. Yeah, well, there you go. Probably where he ended up deserving to end up in England. Yeah. Uh, And uh, Gavin Cooper re signs with the Cowboys. Yeah. What do we expect? He'll probably get his role phased out a little over the next year or two. Mm. Actually, then again, we say that, but we look now and you know, you keep looking, and there's guys like Luke Lewis, whatever, still performing at that level at 34, or whatever. I love that the Sharks have like three of the four oldest guys in the NRL this year. Yeah, and well, players still just doing really well. Players are just getting older and they're still performing. It's no longer like it was 10 years ago, or whatever. When you hit 30, you thought that was a pretty hard cap for a lot of players, and they started declining. A lot, most of these guys are going well into their 30s. So Cooper, well, you know, he's not. The hardest worker in defense kind of thing. He probably hasn't got as many miles in his body because of that, so he might go for a while still with how he plays. Is that it? That's all the signings. Yes, it is. We are 30 minutes into this podcast and we have no it's topics of discussion. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. <laughs> a lot of questions. Uh, we're going to pick the games next week before we go to questions. You want to do that now? Yeah, okay. let's do that. State of origin. I'm going to pick Queensland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a surprise. So $2 outsiders. Yeah, might might wet the Queensland. beak. Might wet the beak on that. Yeah, well, like I can't punt, but I, you know, I wish I could. I mean, how many series have we got to it? And I know this is definitely the the closest looking series in a long time. But how do we end up with Blues being favourites by game one every, every year? I don't know. It's been happening for like some six good years. questions. <laughs> if you put on money, if you put fifty bucks on Queensland every game for the last ten years, we'd be cheering because every time it comes out near two dollars. Our friend uh, Matt Briggs has bet a case of beer on the series with a blue supporting mate for like the last fifteen years. He's he 
He's, he's, he's won a lot of beer. He's won a lot of beer. The good beer. He's economy. won a brewery. Basically. I mean, we, we generally did our main main preview of this game last week with, with uh, Harry Ramage in. We're smart. We didn't know about yeah. Thirst and um, being confirmed out, so we all get Milford's debut, which would be interesting. Yeah. I'm, like you don't understand how much Harry loved State of Origin when I first met him. Yeah, like he, that I like I have a photo on my phone. It's him and Greg Bird, just both with shaved heads, looking at the two biggest scrubs in Australia. Yeah, and it's great. I, I love it, but he, he just doesn't care that much anymore. And it's it's so funny to me. It's genuinely funny. And I, think, I think we're all getting there. I think uh, I, I don't know what it is. It's just I don't know. But I think it. it's, I, uh, the only I think I just think it's the fact that it's just constantly in your face for four months. It really it's, is now. It, it's, it's too so, much. It didn't feel like that when I was younger. But I think it's the social Mate, media are, stuff. People really are giving it. blokes origin hype in preseason. Like that's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean I'll still be really keen when the game's on against tomorrow. Oh night. yeah, I'm going to love watching it, but. You know. But yeah, we get to watch Nate Miles. He's made 102 metres last season, the last series when you take out kick returns for the whole series. Yeah, but did he make like 800 metres on kick returns? No. Oh, he okay. Like, he only made like 50. But that's it. <laughs> like, 102 metres just for hit-ups last year. So. Wait, why did Nate Miles have any metres on kick returns? As in restart runs. So, uh, oh, right. Sorry. Kick-offs, yeah, right, yeah, drop, yeah. the dropouts. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. I, ha- I was envisioning him like... Picking a grubber up off his bootlaces nah. and taking off down. So yeah, I'm very excited to cheer on old mate. You know, give him a chance. <laughs> All right, uh, Friday night, Melbourne versus Newcastle at Amy Park. They could probably give the big three the night off. You reckon? They probably well Slater will play because he's not playing Origin. But, yeah, um, Slater will play. They they'll probably all play. Cameron Smith's a machine. I'm pretty sure plays. he could play rugby league every day of his life and just be fine. They might name a uh, young Brandon Smith, who's a you know next hooker kind of thing on the bench there, and give him some time. His last name's Smith. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah, and he um they're stalling from and the his Cowboys. first name kind of sounds it rhymes with Cameron. <laughs> yeah, that's they it's are. just it's just Cameron Smith with the mustache on like a fake mustache. Oh, yeah, they, um, they hey, you're, sus- you're suspended this week. Oh no, that's Cameron Smith. <laughs> I'm Brandon Smith. Yeah, they praise him from the Cowboys. Talented kid. Um, yeah, look, he looks in line for a debut, even though he was not named in the seventeen. You might see him sneak in there. I'm right? going to pick the Storm at home yeah, against that's the Knights. Not really a hard pick. No, uh, Paramount at home to the Warriors at ANZ seven fifty p.m. Saturday, uh, Friday. No Thursday game this week. Um, yeah. I'm going to take the Eels. Yeah, look, the, the Eels... Sorry, the Warriors have only been to ANZ once since they were in the grand final. By the way, 2011, they were in the grand bizarre. final. And they've been to ANZ once in that time. And I'm That's sure really they bizarre. beat Souths in that game. I can't remember who they played. Actually, we might have taken them to Perth every year since then, so maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, speaking of taking teams to Perth, that's not doing well for you guys after it, is it? <laughs> the next week. Uh, you're two from ten? I mean, uh, is it that bad? Yeah. The week after Perth. Oh, the week after Perth. No, Sorry, not in Perth. The yeah, week I was after. Say, yeah, um, that's um, not surprising. Yeah, look, one game against the Origin to play the Broncos is not enough to make me turn around to the Warriors and I pick agree. them. I'm picking the Eels. Uh, Dragons, West Tigers, ends it again. Can, can the surface back up and hold yeah. another first grade game like 18 hours later? Man, this Dragons pack is going to smack the Tigers pack in the mouth. I agree with that, and I will also take <laughs> the Dragons. Would it possibly back? Dugan might be backing up, but you know this this Tigers pack's got Kyle Lovett starting in it with Jollywoods on the bench still. And Suaso Su out, and, and you know, and maybe maybe Essen Masters will get a debut. He's overdue debut, and he's named to the eighteen. But I see them getting pummeled, and it's good. Tuila he is debuting there, but I think that guy's got a while to go to get his confidence yeah. back. So I'm not expecting much from him this season. Five thirty, Allianz. Oh, you and Dale should go to both games together. Should go to Homebush and then go to Allianz afterwards. See well, you, uh, see both your teams win. Ando and uh, Jake will be will be up here for this, I believe. So. We're going to the Roosters oh, game with them. That's fun. Yeah, and uh, I will be at work. Yeah, 
This one is it's anyone's guess what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm here. just going to pick the Broncos. But the back on the back of the turnaround, it's anyone's guess how either team holds up with it. They both have the most Origin players. Uh, Jaden Sewer has been held out of the Queensland under 20s Su- game. Ah, pronounce it correctly. I said Sewer. You've got to emphasize yeah. the capital A. He's been pulled out of the under 20s Origin, so I wouldn't be surprised if he is in line to play in this game if Matt Gillett pulls up a bit rusty. But um, yeah, I mean, anyone's guess who who backs up well. I'm going to pick the Broncos because I think they're the better side and they usually win this contest. I'm okay with that. Uh, Cowboys Titans uh, is the nightcap, seven thirty. Yeah, so the the Cowboys and Titans have a pretty close head to head record, and the Titans have never won up there. But I think like ten and eight. And I'm quite surprised by that that it's that close. It's the Cowboys' favour. Um, Cowboys don't have as many Origin players as we suspect, though. No, they only have uh, Justin O'Neill. And, uh, oh, who am I forgetting? Oh, and they have uh, Thurston, doesn't really count. Gavin Cooper? And Gavin, no, Gavin Cooper didn't make it. What? Oh, Michael crazy. Morgan, the other one. Um, so they have two origin players. Hayne might take this game off. He should take this game off. Uh, I'll take the Cowboys. You'll take the Cowboys? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Cowboys, but would not be surprised if the, the Titans come up, come up good with the goods in that one. But uh, up in North Queensland, I'm taking the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 2 p.m., Lotto Land, Manly hosting the Raiders. Weird one. Surprised how quick they're playing each other again. And that last game had a bit of fire in it. They've apparently learned from their sledging mistakes, the Raiders. You reckon? Uh, it was in the paper. So they said that, did they? They learned from sledging Dylan Walker. Josh, someone did. Josh, I, Do you Josh. think Leilu and Rapana are stopping sledging anybody? Like Those on. guys, I will go as far as say is they've never learned yeah. anything. <laughs> anything, yeah. Um, I'm pretty keen on this game. And both teams really hard to predict. Really hard to pick Manly or Raiders every week. Yeah, this is the closest bookies-wise as well. And I mean, Manly have been pretty poor at home this year. Even South beat them. And, you know, no, Tommy Turbo hasn't hurt the last few games, but uh, Jake Turbo's going to have his first backup, his first origin backup experience, and he's young enough to deal with it well. But I'm going to go for the Raiders to be pretty angry and to turn around and beat these guys here, get one back. Yeah, me too, but it's going to be a real good game, I think. It is. I think I'm after the Broncos game, I'm the most excited for that game this yep. weekend. And rounding off the round, Sharks and Souths have a bias. So the last game of the week is the Bulldogs hosting Penrith at ANZ. ANZ hosting three games this weekend. Good. Well, great. It would have been great, Nick. Yeah. It's known for that. Uh, and you, we, we will get to see the rebirth of the next Darren Lockyer as <laughs> he will. finally transcends to that number six spot. Yeah, we get to see Mitch great, Rain destroy someone A great else point made on the internet that he transitioned to six a full hundred games quicker than Darren Lockyer did. So, obviously, he's far yeah. better. Clearly superior. Science. Uh, yeah, look, I'm going with the, the Bulldogs here just because I just think that, you know, the, the Panthers pack doesn't like getting hit in the face. I think the, the Doggies pack could do that. And um, Spite, also for Spite. I do enjoy how spiteful you are in all facets of life. Uh, I'm going to say that the architect, Matt Moylan, is going to have a masterclass in his 5-8 taboo, and Panthers will shock the world. It's going to be very Not, interesting to wait, see. Wait, they're, they're favourites, so it wouldn't really yeah. be shocking the world, but still, I think the Panthers will. Yeah, they've got you know a new spine with Rain, Cleary, Moylan, and uh, Edwards, and I really do have good raps on Dylan Edwards, and uh, he's a strong ball runner, but it's interesting to see how they go, and... We'll see if Mitch Rain does what he was doing at the Dragons again. He's looked okay in the reserve grade games I watched, but you know if he comes in and does what he was doing at the Dragons and picks the ball up all day and tries to run the team, don't like the chances. In the like, no, like let's let's be serious for like twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. How do you think Moylan will go? I mean, he's essentially done that kind of role in attack anyway. Yeah, uh, that, that he's the ball distributor, and I think he'll be. I think he'll be fine. But um, that's it. I don't think he's ever going to be a great player. He's 26 now, and he's never been a great player anyway. He'll be decent. There'll be decent moments, but um, he doesn't take on. You know, he doesn't yeah. a lot of guys take on gaps. He's actually not 
the great with the with the short ball. He's quite good at the long cutouts, mm. giving guys the space. But once you're playing a bit more centrally, you've got to be pretty good at hitting the guys, the edge back rollers on the on the hard, on hard lines, hitting the short balls. I, I will say though, our knock on him, his weak, the weakest part of his game at fullback was kick returns, and he wanted to do that. Yeah, so but I mean, that is a plus. Also, but again, he's also never had to make twenty tackles. Also hates contact. Yeah, hates it. He, he avoids tackles at fullback. I don't. Anyone can fight me on that. No, you he don't get to stay him. that pretty by yeah. getting hit in the mouth all the time. And uh, there's not exactly. Trust me, I know. Yeah, it's not exactly a you know a Tony Carroll. I'll say I'll use the Lockyer cliches here to protect. That's, dude, that's him. not a cliche. That was a thing. Yeah, I'm surprised no, yeah. when they. Bu- I'll be shocked if when they build the Lockyer statue at Lang Park, there's not like a slightly bigger statue of Tony Carroll erected <laughs> next to it. <laughs> but yeah, there's Isaiah Yo or Naira, and I'm not sure which side they'll play. Cleary plays the left edge mostly, but I'm not sure if that's how it remain went when uh with Man sorry with Moylan there so. We'll see what happens, but they'll probably flow a bit. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense for a few weeks. Tomorrow Martin's on the outer. See if Moreland can play there. And yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope he fails. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. Question time. It is question time. Let Bungard answer them this week because it seems to be a few that are going to be attacking me. So. Uh, it's that time of year, mate. All right, <laughs> so I'm uh, saying let you answer the, ask them this week. Josh Barnett, V8 Tiger. I asked this yesterday, but I don't think we did a podcast yesterday, so I'll ask it now. He said he just realised Webkey reads the sport for 7 News Brisbane. Uh, which ex-New South Wales forward should become a newsreader in Sydney? None of them. Don't be a dick. <laughs> None of them. Answer the question. Ex-New South Wales forward. Luke O'Donnell. He's an angry man. I would enjoy that. And a dense man. Um, Get him on there. I'd say Ben Cray. Just so he could watch his innocent little face uh, darken as he realises what an atrocious place the world is. Yeah. <laughs> He'd break. He would. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete Fulcher says, not quite the team of the season so far, but who's been the best one six seven nine forward and outside back? Forward's Paul Vaughan. Yeah, agree. Uh, it was Tam Malolo for a while there, but he went off the boil a little without Thurston's logo, and he had a couple of weeks off. The nine? Outside could it be the- Cam McInnes? It's probably Cam Smith, but it's close. It could be Cam McInnes on form. Um, outside back is James Roberts for me. Uh, I'm going to say Tim Laffey. That's that's also a good shout. Okay, one six seven and nine. One six and seven. We did nine. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's this is hard. Yeah, it is a bit. Uh, yeah, actually, the uh, one for me, I would have said Tommy Turbo, but I'm going to actually say Billy Slater. Can you stand by Tommy Turbo? He's only missed. Like, it's only been two weeks since the injury happened. I'm going to say it anyway, even though he's not going to play. For I'm going to say Billy's been so good since he came back. Great. He's been the best fullback for me so far. Yeah. Uh, the six. I'm going Milford. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's fine with me. I mean, you know, who are the contenders? I mean, Cody Walker's been very good there. But he's also played a lot of fullback. A bit of fullback yeah. there. Uh, Luke Keery, I'm not like, come on, please, I'm not doing that. Yeah, of course. Uh, James Maloney hasn't had a great NRL season yet. And the seven. And the seven. Is it, it's, is it Mitchell Pearce? <laughs> it might be. I think it is. It, it might be Mitch Pearce uh, so far. Corey Norman didn't get getting injured. He's been playing seven there, so it might have been him. But um, mm-hmm. Mitch Pierce currently Cooper Cronk's having another good season as well though. But it's kind of boring if you come here and we go Smith, Thurston. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Whatever. Uh, one eye tiger asks, "Are you going to preview the games this week?" Well, we already did it. So take that. Yeah, we did before uh, you mentioned it. Hey, Sam Warden says, "How many teams win the week after traveling to Perth?" I don't know what the record is all up, but South is atrocious. It's two yeah, and ten, two as Mitch said. Yeah. Um, so we've got some. Um, we've got a few a, a few questions uh, from from some loyal listeners, Mitchell. Some anonymous sources have um, leaked anonymous me some source. material. Uh, they've they've um, DM'd you, so apparently I can't dodge it. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so this is the official NRL uh, Australian Rugby League Commission uh, rules for state of origin eligibility. Yeah. 
So you accept that whatever this eligibility thing says is correct because you love stats and you love the official line. Do I? You do. And, and eligibility and refers to what? I mean, uh, which state you're allowed to play for. Uh, yes. Okay. And which means so what? There's, all right. So there's six criteria if you were born in one of the two states, which you were. Uh, one of them is, did your father play State of Origin? As far as I know, Big Daddy Duel did not play he State of Origin. He did play Touch State of Origin. Checkmate for me. But so, as far as I know, done. Okay, so he <laughs> Next did, question. Uh, okay, so there, we'll take that one out. So there's five criteria left, and it says the majority of your response to these... So you say we'll just take a criteria out, though, because that was wrong. I mean, well, because the answer is, he didn't play. He played Touch State of Origin. not the same thing. Me, mate. Who, same. who knows? We'll right, change the rules. Mitch, please answer the questions. All right, so what state were you born in? I was born in Queensland. There you go. One nil to Queensland. Look at you. Early mm-hmm. lead. This yep. is looking good for you. Uh, in which state did you play rugby league for the majority of your years, under six to under 18? Rugby league. Uh, yes. I played a lot of union down here. But uh, how much rugby league did you play? I probably could have played more league in Queensland. Please. But what did you do? It's not hypothetical. Sorry? It's I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Did you ever play rugby league in Queensland? Yes. For how many years? Only like two years. How many in New South Wales? It might be two years as well. So it's close. We'll call it a tie. Oh, is that still one nil? Still one so nil. So that uh, like that one's you know you have to go to the books to to, okay. to prove. That All one. right. Uh, in which state of Australia did you spend the majority of your years at school? Uh, down here. Okay, so we're tied with two to go. Yeah. Uh, for which state of Australia did you first play school state representative rugby league? Aha. Uh-huh. Did not play state representative. There you go. So it all comes down to this last one. Yeah. Which is in which state did you first participate in a junior rep competition? Yeah, we know the answer. It's which which here. is it? Yeah. So New South Wales wins two one. Yeah, not very often they win 2-1. Hey! That's perfect. <laughs> um, but so, ha- uh, so, look, I mean, I don't give a shit because I don't care about Origin, but yeah. a lot of people keep insisting that we hammer you on this. On eligibility for something. Would you reason. like to explain this? So, yeah, if you were picked for Game 3 for Queensland, how, how would you respond? Picked for Queensland? Yeah, you're like, I can't play. Sorry, guys. No, why would I say that? Because you're not eligible. But do I care about the rules? <laughs> for that so, for I guess me? what the people want to know is, yeah. A, where's your birth certificate? <laughs> and B... Um, why, if you're eligible to only play State of Origin for your beloved Sky Blues, do you barrack? There's, there's a current, do you barrack for Queensland? There's a current, there's a current player in Origin catcher for the Blues <laughs> who still thinks he's a Queenslander. That's you think, true. I've got a problem. He was talking about how much he loved Dallas Johnson the other last day. Last week. Luke Heary last week on NNL.com talking about how Dallas Johnson is his hero and he hates Matt King. Yep. But, that was know, very funny. Last week. Anyway. I've told um, the stories before, the oral podcast, but... I was at a stage when on my way up, if I was going to be any good, I would have flown back to Brisbane and played, but I was never going to make it, so I didn't. And I would have been Queensland eligible, but that didn't happen. Uh, if anyone's wondering, I am eligible for New South Wales. Yeah. But uh, um, if they need a goal kicking centre for the rest of the series, I'm here. Yeah. But I uh, keep sending the shit tweets, and I'm sure there's more. Oh, of buddy, don't get upset. Well, Every upset. other week I get roasted. You, you cop it for one week a year, and you hey, get mate, upset. I, I, I cop it for eight weeks a year. Okay, fair <laughs> point. I'm fine with it. All I'm right. Setting him in. Okay. Uh, Billy Ace 99 says, yeah. with the two-year anniversary of the greatest try scored of all time in honor of the man himself, what is your favorite Lachlan Maranta moment? You're going to say when he got released. Uh, no, that time where he got out of the in goal against the Cowboys and did the only good thing of his rugby league career when we beat them uh, round, what was it, round four or five in 2016, where he beat like three Cowboys and all out of the in goal. That was actually a good thing. I remember that. That was good. Uh, and then Billy's release. Billy follows up. Is 2006 the best origin series of all time? For me, it is. Is that Lockheed's intercept? Is it is lucky in a set. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. My I think answer. I touched on it in here last week that you can't recapture that moment. That no. the, what, what Origin used to be in that period with um, Queensland on the up and not many players to choose from, kind of thing. But that was that was it for me. That that was, and it might be different. People down to different generations are different. They have different games of the bonds for them. But 06 will never be better than that for me. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, that'll be it. Yeah, Davey Salter asks, why is Top Gun the best movie soundtrack of all time? So I'm going to counter that with my own answer, which is Goodwill Hunting. What Mine's is Space Jam. All good answers, I think. Hit Em High by uh, Buster and, and, and Coolio. Uh, I Believe I Can Dana. Fly. Great song. Uh, not huge on sea- it. Yeah, it's not great. Seagull Spurs says, thinking of players best suited for Origin but not eligible to play, e.g. Foran, Sergis, Graham, how would they fare? Okay, so what Foran would be a blue... James Graham will be a blue. Burgess will be a blue. They, most of the guys who aren't eligible will be, will be so blue. So, Villa and Vunavala will be a Queenslander. So, that's nice. Yeah. What's one? <laughs> we get yeah. one. Uh, how would they fare? I mean, you know... You think They're world-class players. You'd assume they'd continue to the be... The forwards is, is no struggle. And Kieran Foran does what a good half would do in that arena is take the line on all game. Foran would be great in the arena. Money to power again. Like, just all more forwards for the Blues. But is there a halfback still there? I think there is one. Hall for the Red Four would be the halfback, I guess, if he was uh, Blues eligible. Is uh, Sean Long still going around? See, I think I think um, if Kieran Foran answered those questions versus Australia and New Zealand, by the way, he would be Australian. No, no, but because there's oh, no, a no. question at the start of the flowchart oh, no, that says, were you born uh, in... Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying, it. Just it's just funny that we've come up with these really, really hard rules for origin and then international eligibility, it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. Oh, I, I, did you? You ate a Porto once. You can play for Portugal yeah. in the World Cup. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Nick Campton, Camper Thirty Seven asks, which NRL player could you defeat one on one on the basketball court? Okay. Oh, so the, well, the one thing I, was, I started thinking of really big fellas like George Rose, and you think they could post you up? No, that's dumb. Yeah, they they're just back you into you. Like you got to just choose like the shortest guy. The shortest. A- Adam guy? Reynolds for two reasons. One, he's short. Two. His knees on a concrete basketball yeah. court would not fare very well. He'd retire, he'd retire hurt within four minutes. Can I bring Ian Lacey back? Yes. Shorten him over. Oh, Sam Opst. Sam Opst. Ian Lacey's my man. That's how I'd yeah. be. Who was that really tiny? Jared Samet. Jared Samet. Yeah, but he could be a bit of, bit of speed though as well. Could That's be. a worry. Could be. Granted, you're getting all the rebounds. I'm just locking in Adam Reynolds because he'd get yeah. injured. You're getting um, all the rebounds on those guys. Who'd you least like to play? Cam Smith, just be sneakily elbowing you and treading on your ankles. G.I. would just dunk every Gria. time. G.I. would kill over you. Kill him, yeah. uh, Daniel Tupo. Yeah. <laughs> He'd just destroy you. Or any of us. Uh, Maddie McP25 says, What is the worst thing about Origin? The disputed rounds, the media hot takes, or the memes? I don't mind the memes, because memes are like always dumb. But the disrupted rounds or the media hot takes, geez, that's tough. I think it's still the disrupted rounds, but the media hot takes have really kicked in. They go all year, though. But yeah. top to rounds really does derail the season for yep. me, so it's still still those. Uh, Seagullspur had another question. He said, sitting sixth, heading into Origin, does Manly finish top eight? And if so, how big an achievement is that for Trent Barrett? I think it depends how long Tom Tavojevic is out for. Like, we've said this so many that's times a huge, team. That's, that's a huge if for that. Like, what's the prognosis on him at the moment? I don't know, man. I can't remember, but it was up to 12 weeks, wasn't it? But with the way, the way players are these days, it could be six weeks. Yeah. Who knows? But um, that's, it, a, that's, the, that's, the, that's the big... It's huge on him, and it's huge yeah. on if Jake and Tapao can keep carrying that forward pack for so long. Yeah. You know, it, like, it's hard to work that hard in the middle for, for an entire season. How can you season. keep sustaining these back rows who make four runs a game? Like, yeah. I don't get it. And the bench yeah. is disgusting. The bench yeah. can win football games, but um, they'll definitely hover around that six They're to massively punching above their weight, so Trent Barrett's got to be doing something right. Yeah. All right, RCB Sharks asks, is Michael McGuire on thin ice yet? I'd say, sadly, maybe. I think Rusty likes him too much to agree with issue yet. All right, uh, Josh Robo 44 says, is Dale more a work socks guy or a sports socks guy? Dale is not here, but I've seen him wear sports socks. I have also seen him wear sports socks. So, sports socks. I was a big fan of the sports socks under the long pants back in the day. Were you? Well, yeah. Or, yeah, not me. I wore a, um, quite often, under if I had to wear a suit, I'd wear a pair of West Tiger socks that Ben Galea gave to me. There you go. Yeah, true story. Uh, Chicken and Footy asks, has Origin lost its aura? 
aura. This guy's getting all the cliches out. <laughs> uh, no, it hasn't lost its aura. I love that story it's... this week that Boy Corner somehow didn't hate Dylan Napa and Aiden Guerra. Who yeah. knew? And then he had to apologise for not hating them after Man. that. <laughs> I'm sorry, these guys I spend like my entire life with uh, are not. I don't. I, I apologise for not calling them. You know the c word. Yeah, great. And it doesn't mean you can't be passionate and and, and on the field. Yeah, those and play teams are so different. It's, it's like... so different. But um, and also you can't punch people anymore anyway. So what difference does it make whether you hate them? I think Origin will suffer. Sorry, we'll have a mini revival when all the greats retire, because it's going to be more of a competition again there. Mm. And also, there's more of interest. You want to see guys because we've so, we so we know that Cam Smith and Cronk and Thurst and these guys can perform on that stage. We don't know if, say, a Ben Hunt or an Ash Taylor or, the, or Anthony Milford can perform on that stage. We'll get to find those things out as well. You know, I think people will have a bit of a revival when the teams roll over. I wish we'd seen this earlier. Billy and Ace Nine Nine also asked us to name a combined all-time Origin seventeen, both both states put together. We can do, run through it real quick. Fullback, Billy Slater again. I agree. Wingers, uh, Darius Boyd. Most tries in origin on the left wing, so Darius Boyd. I want to say Michael O'Connor. Yep, yeah, he's the other one. Yeah, he's right. got the most cool. points for the Blues in origin. Uh, Centers, it, I'm going to say Ma- Jared Hayne was my next call on that. Even though yep. it's, he's got to be recently yeah, biased yeah. too, by yeah, the yeah. way. Uh, Centers, I'm going to say Meningus. Uh, Meningus, uh, it works. Meningus, Meningus, the yep. pair of them, like Leipana. Yep, Meningus, it is. Uh, the uh, halves Thronk. It's, it's <laughs> no, actually, it's, it's, it's Lockyer and Thurston. Uh, I'm going to say Lockyer and Johns. John's wasn't that great in origin. No, but like, I'm yeah. just getting bored saying the same answers all the time. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going Lockyer and Thurston. Yeah. Uh, hooker. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know. if it, Like, Cam Smith's the best hooker of all time. No arguments. But Danny Bedeiros was really, really, really good in State of Origin. Yeah, but Cam Smith also played 39 Origins. That's true. And he won, like, all of them. Yeah, so Cam Smith. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Trying. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, props. Now, props, people are going to say beats and just don't add us. It was uh, one I game. have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> it was only one game. Um, I thought, well, Steve Price is fantastic. I was going to say level. Steve Price. God damn it. Um, yeah. And Shane Webke was great, but he didn't play as long as those guys. It might be Price and Petro for me. Spud Carroll. Uh, Glenn Lazarus was very good there. Lazarus. Yeah, uh, yeah so, but I'll, I'll, we, I will We have go. so much recency bias because we, yeah, you know. Also, well, it's a series we've been talking about forever, yeah. you know, and that's it. And uh, I've rewatched these ones a lot more than I've rewatched the old ones. Mark Guy, because he killed Wally Lewis that yeah, time. Yeah, but there we go. So, um, um, well, actually, we just picked Lockyer over Lewis at six. I probably yeah. should have picked Wally Lewis. But, uh, <laughs> we never saw him play. How do we know? Yeah. Oh, and I've seen him play. I've watched all, I've watched all well, the right, origins again. It's not the same. But it's not the same. Back row. Okay, back Aiden row. Wearer, Chris McQueen, <laughs> and Ben Cray. So here's one the Blues will get. They'll have Paul Garnett lock, for sure. Um, I'll give them that. Paul Garnett lock and against Sam Thido's on the edge and one of them the other one's a bit hard the uh, other one... who has the most tries from the back row in origin my uh, boy Ben Cray uh, Bob Linder Linder he's Queenslander God he has 11 you tries you told me it was Ben Cray uh, Ben Cray uh, like an edge for the Blues oh that's sad uh, he has four Talos has four Carlo has four Thido has can you make three. a case for Talos in this team you could make a case for Talos based on that, that, that almost just on that ragdoll alone that was awesome uh, on the edge, like it's really hard to pick blues in because we were so stuck in this period. But you know, um, what was I thinking? Um, was both Scott, very both got historically shut down Greg Inglis For every like time he games. was picked. I was being sarcastic. He never <laughs> shut down Greg Inglis. Yeah. Um, ben Kennedy was pretty good for the Blues. Yeah. Uh, High Marsh was very good for the Blues for a while there. Brian Fletcher. Brian Fletcher, decent. Not as long as those guys. No. The other the other edge for Queensland it hasn't been Thiday. Has not been as consistent. So no. it could be anybody there. But um. Yeah. Jeez, I might just go Gordy. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I'm okay with it. It's like an old Queensland team. I'm picking Ben Cray, because why not? Why not? There he gave go. us the greatest origin gif of all time. Are we going to do a bench? No. If we do a bench, Craig Wings on it. Okay. He's, I'm, I'm, I'm back in. Best origin Craig utility. 
uh, Craig Wing, Matt Bowen, Michael Morgan, and, and, um, and Kurt Gidley. That's it. Done. Uh, you, you could almost put, for nothing but the fights, Carl Webb on that bench. <laughs> Just yeah. to on. Origin fights. That's it. But yeah, that's probably a recency bias team. If we went back and looked at it again, we'd probably get a bit different team, but we just did it on the spot. Remember when Paul Gallen got punching banned? Yeah, he Jerk. did. He did. Um, 86 asks, what's the worst origin hot take you've had to awkwardly smile and nod to from a friend, colleague, family member who only watches origin? You know, I don't converse with those people that often anymore. I try to avoid those like, conversations. I try and avoid that conversation in general. I don't like talking origin with people I know to understand rugby league because you get people who literally ask you why is a retired player X not playing. I try not to talk about rugby league with people who only watch origin. Yeah, exactly right. So I don't... Like, there are people out of my life. I speak to my dad about origin. He knows what he's talking about. So, um, yeah. What hot takes have I seen? I mean, Paul Crawley's hot take of Jack Bird at Hooker is still the worst one I've seen. It's not great. And that's a media personality that... Uh, Turns of family or family member or friend I know. I've seen a Quiliuate call back from someone that I won't name, but yeah. Didn't your wasn't there a stats model that you crunched that had a Uate in the team just yep. purely on stats? Yeah, that's oh. a testament to how good Dylan Walker's been this year. Yeah, it is the catch and falls. I mean, you can't <laughs> cut tries out of a winger's stats rating. That's true. <laughs> so um, a Quiliuate is uh, there on stats. Yeah, Frankie nineteen eighty seven asks best origin video. And then maybe post them on Facebook for the punters. Can you? Just, we just post uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger reading the teams that time. What does he mean? Best origin video, like, like, like the best a, moment. Well, yeah, he's, he 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 mentions an origin big hits video he watches regularly that fires him up. Oh, I just well, how many, like, dude, you that's you've definitely watched like a compilation of like Queensland's last minute tries slash intercepts. Like, no, I just watch like I've got all those videos I've been posting of yeah. Queensland's origin moments. So I wouldn't say there's the best video I like the most, but I watch the 06 stuff a lot. Um, the my, lucky intercept. My favorite one is. Dean Robb's face when we you me you and him watched uh, the Origin together where Mitch Pierce had his life ended by Greg Inglis yeah, and he, he then tried to, to defend it. Mitch Pierce's defence. Yeah. So we made him we rewound and made him watch it. Again. I rewatched a lot of those games in the 08 to 2010 period. I watched a lot of those highlights last few weeks and I really forgot the gap between those teams there and those Blues are almost legitimately scared of that Queensland side and there is some. If you want to go watch some funny moments, watch the tries Queensland scored in 2009. I think almost every single one Blues players quit on them. <laughs> all full of errors it's bad good times uh, Brett Cruikshank asks is a player strike a genuine possibility well as an expert on strikes myself let me tell you that I don't know I have nothing. it's happened in other sports you know around the world all the time yeah it happens it more often than you think yeah it happens in the NBA like every five years well, it's happens, not like every ice five hockey years, and baseball yeah. uh, not baseball uh, so NFL is the only one who has no one in America right that's correct um and I would not be against it if the players want to. I'm get not sure if baseballs worth. had one actually, but you know, actually, baseball but, probably hasn't had one because they don't have a salary cap. But yeah. anyway, um, but, um, I, I don't think it's a possibility. I think it's I think it's a possibility in the same way that like, you know, my house might burn down tomorrow is a possibility. Yeah. I think the NRL will sort it before that happens. Uh, Shanta again says, "Will Kevy drag Queensland down to New South Wales level where Loz will beat him with experience?" I believe <laughs> he's calling them both idiots. He'll damn well try. <laughs> he will. Um. Frankie with another two questions. Uh, he says, with the dud rounds of footy this time of year, who, which, who is a fringe player that we should look out for? God, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, a lot of these fringe players, you only see him play one or two games. So there isn't that many, really. Like, you know, the Broncos fans got to see Jaden Sewell play, and now he's gone, you know, one game or whatever. Um, you do kind of see some guys on the come up, and this is a lazy one, but you'll see Dylan Edwards play some games in this period now, which, which would be nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've got a better answer than me. Um, no, I was going to say Chan Nooker clock sad and then he got dropped. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, let's see how Brandon Smith goes filling in at at, uh, at the Storm. 
if he only plays some minutes. But he won't end up playing one game. I mean, Brody Croft might get a game as well, and he's an exciting player that um, it would be worth keeping your eyes on. But yeah, yeah, Croft was good in the nines. So yeah. All right, uh, Frankie. Second question. I have an answer for this. Uh, it's uh, not footy related. Best video game soundtrack. Video game soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, was it FIFA? Like, I can't remember what year it is. It's a really good FIFA soundtrack. Matt Coleman and I agree that it's FIFA 04. Yeah, but, and um, Madden 05 got a really Madden 05, absolutely. That was my my, yeah, my three go. answers were FIFA 04, Madden 05, and whichever Tony Hawk Number had one. Goldfinger by. I'm oh, sorry, whichever Tony Hawk had Superman by Goldfinger on it, yeah, which I, I think was number one. Yeah. I'm not sure. Those are my three answers. Madden yeah. 05, amazing. Jimmy Eagle, New Fan Glory, yeah. bunch of absolute bangers. Um, I'm sure the Space Jam soundtrack's also sick. Probably, but you can't double dip. <laughs> for, the, uh, for the video game. Yeah. I had that game too. I might actually uh, get that on the retro pie, but Good, good. All right, Sam Warden asks, did you enjoy the footy on the weekend? Well, both our teams lost, so no. No, we didn't. No. I could usually enjoy footy when our team, my team loses. Still, I, I don't. Was, um, it, it just, I just hate. I just but, hate sport. I mean, none of the other games had anything, anything going on. Uh, RCB Shars asked, "Will Daly screw up his use of the bench? He used to swear. I said screw. Ah, uh, yes, because he's going to put Jack Bird on at hooker because he wasn't know how else to use him. Well, he read that in the paper and he thought, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah do that. Uh, I mean, you know, if you're going to pick a utility, you've got to find a way to use them that's not just shooing horn him into hooker. If you're going to pick a guy like him." And but I think it's going to happen. And so do we do it? Do Dylan Walker and throw him on yep. there and see what happens? Uh, Justin Davies asks favorite healthy Harold memories. Now that the government's defunding healthy Harold. One didn't know healthy Harold was a thing anymore. No, it's government funded. Didn't know that. Three, we only went to healthy Harold in like year one and two. I want to say, and then never did it again. Then we went from kindy to K to four. I think. Yeah, I mean. it wasn't like a thing for a long time. But yeah, healthy Harold was cool. I think the, the best moment was when you first got robotic healthy Harold because the first year is like hand puppet. Wait, what? You had a robotic one. Yeah, there's a robotic a hand, puppet. hand puppets early, then it goes. There's a robotic one. After we never got robotic. There you go. You never Jesus got that. Jesus Christ! All right. But healthy, yeah. Healthy Harold was great. You knew that. You had got the out one of class to yeah. talk about like eating apples is good for you and shit. Yeah. It's great. All right, Josh Roberts sent us five questions. Is there more origin fatigue before a series than ever before? I think that's probably yes. I'd say yeah. Yeah, I I'm over it. I don't give a shit about this at all. Are these origin? Well, the reason that as well though, there was every last year there was still a storyline. The Blues won one. Yeah. Queens had to win one back. Mm. They did that and they won it again. And now it's just like yeah. Oh no! So they, that was two years ago. No, they won fifteen and sixteen. Blues won fourteen. Yes, I'm saying. So, so, so what's 15, the storyline? Last year was like, yeah, there's no storyline, but now it's even worse. Of no right. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Um, and then he asks, are these the worst Origin coaches we've ever had? Um, I think the whole concept of having a standard, like a guy who has to be an Origin coach, a rep coach for you all year round, is a bad concept anyway. It worked for Mal, but Mal does other stuff. He like ran a front of fruit shop and everything, you know. Uh, you know, footy, it worked okay when Wayne Bennett coached the Broncos and the Maroons at the same time. Yeah, it just, it's, you know, and that's the end up with these guys who aren't going to get first grade gigs. And Mal's an, uh, is an outlier that he's, what he's good at is doing that kind of stuff, but, you know, whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but there was a year where Michael Hagen's first win of the year was for Queensland because the night started like 0 and 11 or something. I cannot remember. Look, that might not have happened. Harry Ramage, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that did that happen. Could have happened. All right. Uh, then he says, "Is the death of Healthy Harold a truly sad moment in Australia this year?" Um, yeah. I mean, so what's the deal with the death of? I didn't know it was dying. Uh, it's getting defunded. Okay. Why? I have no idea. This is the government that Josh Robo continually endorses, so he can't love Healthy Harold that much, can he? Yeah. yeah think about that. There you go, mate. Yeah, it's on you. The the blood of Healthy Harold is on your hands. Yeah, I'm sure now he's put like Healthy Harold on YouTube now. And that'd, yeah, that'd probably. Surely you'd do a Kickstarter and they'd get the like 
10 grand or whatever they need. I don't know. <laughs> Robots aren't cheap though. So. Yeah. Uh, is Jason Clark truly a Rabbitohs star as described on Sunrise this morning? And what is the punishment for that statement? One, what was Jason Clark doing on Sunrise? Two, what were you doing watching morning yeah. television? This I can't what- imagine anything worse than watching those morning TV shows. This reflects shows. way more on you, Josh, than that's what Jason Clark And the Clark fact, like, if stuff. you had to watch a morning TV show, like, gun to your head, like, you have to watch a morning TV show, why would you watch the one with David Kosh on it over the one with Carl Stefanovic on it? Yeah, poor areas coming from Josh. Oh, mate. But uh, going back to his question, that is, they're play- look, the me- the media, and this includes me, although I try to avoid ever doing this, play fast and loose with the word star when describing any any player that's associated with any team at any level of any sport. Bo Ryan was a rugby league star last week when they were talking about a story with him and The Rock. Like yeah. uh, Nick Youngquest was a star when he became a model after. Uh, he was too. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, follow-up. Who is the worst player you've ever heard described as a star? I'm going to say Nick Youngquist. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like when I don't read the next question before. Daniel Con. I... <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, Chandler Bang followed up with Dave Mira had a cracking soundtrack. He's not wrong. Mm. Uh, Paul Max 78 says, Would you rather watch Rugby League and no other sport for the rest of your life or be able to watch every other sport but Rugby League? Rugby League. Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, Mate, I go to Rugby League season 26 weeks of the year watching just Rugby League. You know, and then yeah, the rest of the year I feel other things in until rugby league comes back. It's thirty weeks of my year actually. That's it. So no World Cups, no English Premier League, yeah. no NFL, please no it, NBA. It, Optus took the Premier League already. I, I've lived. I mean, that's a very recent thing, and <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be permanent. But it took that. I mean, and I watch NBA too, right? And I and I, and I watch NFL. I, I watch, watch baseball about- every day. I, I I would begrudgingly say every other sport but rugby league. But thankfully, that's not really a world we have to live in. But that's a good question. I'm surprised you answered that so quickly. Yeah, no, not even a question. Mate. Wow. All right. Uh, Pete Fulcher says, what's your best moment of rugby league vindication? What do you mean? I guess like, I mean, you, so I guess it's it's sort of like you keep making a point, no one really listens and then you get proven right. Kind of like when I told you Jake Tabojevic was better than Trent Merrin and you kept saying he wasn't and, yeah. now, he, and now he is. Oh, by you a, mean by, I said that one time? By a, by a, <laughs> now he's considerably better than him. Oh, so yeah. I was vindicated I that, in my opinion. I said that one time. Yeah, so yeah. that's what he means. I'm just giving yeah. you an example. That's yeah. not my answer because I'm often it's right. Not. But that that's that's his you're often right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's um that's what he means. So like uh, so yeah. like everything you've said about like Anthony Griffin basically you've been yeah. vindicated. Yeah, that, that would be my. It was going to be my straight comparison was the Griffin one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I, Griffin's like the only one that I actually got a lot of pushback on that Penrith one. So it's the first time when that when that starts happening that was vindicated. Most of the time though, it's like people disagree. You just don't. Whatever you disagree with me, but the Penrith one I had, I've had major pushback. For I like have two lots years. of the opposite. What do you mean? Where I've yeah. said like <laughs> where they've gone the other way. Yeah. Such as Alex Johnson will be yeah. a roaring success at fullback and Nathan Merritt will be a roaring success at State of Origin. Yeah. Don't really, yeah. Don't really I, don't get to, don't, I don't really get to take W's all that much in terms of uh, having hot takes on players. But I will say that... Um, oh, actually, we got one. We we, we both said Eto Nabuli would be in the Wallaby squad. Oh, yeah, and he is there now. And he is. That happened Cop today. That. Yeah. Cop that union fans who laughed when I claimed that too. Yeah. It's definitely a thing that we, we all agreed was a thing. So let's, let's, let's claim that as a team. All right. Uh, Frankie, another question. With the Tigers signing so many, all caps, amazing players, <laughs> who is the best or is it just so hard to choose? <laughs> let's get the drop back. <laughs> the uh, Sam Warden put in Road Rash for Sega Satin as a soundtrack. That had some bangers on it, actually. That's a fair, good answer. And Matt Coleman said Doyle for New South Wales laughing emoji. Cry- crying laughter emoji. Oh, he, he responded to that um, eligibility. Crying laughter emoji. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
All right, uh, Ethan Shields, Shieldsy one says, "Who? Uh, what needs to change at Souths? Tactics, coach, or roster? Maguire using same tactic and expecting different results concerns. Have you touched on this before? Yeah, uh, it could be. It's, it could be a bit of thing, a bit of both. It could be Maguire or Roster, but currently it's Maguire with the yeah, cost they have this season. He's got to change how they're playing football. Like these guys, a lot of them were really good players at one point. Like, yeah. Yeah. he's got to change how he's playing football, and also he got to stop changing the team every bloody week. Yeah, stop making four changes a week, you know, and expecting them to all lift into the new roles you put him in. You know, pick with stick something. Pick, uh, like he he's gone, he's picked a whole new backline and then gone back to the original players and then yeah. dropped Goodwin again. Like he's just chopped and changed the whole year. You got to pick with, pick some players, stick with them, and and See try and form form a game plan. What you currently got, I don't think it works, but you got to shake something up. Get the uh, ball in Cody Walker's hands more in the tag. That. Uh, Sharky Dave said the Mass Effect trilogy has the best soundtrack, and then Caleb Shanks followed up with Rock Band, The Beatles. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, Wally Frogmore says, best origin fights that would make your da proud? Best origin fights. Um, I, uh, I, well, even wasn't really a fight. Webb versus Luke Bailey is one of the best moments like that. Mark Guy killed uh, Wally Ma- Lewis that time. Uh, what's the all-in one's pretty damn good. And when, um, when Matt Singh wants no part of John Hoppawati. Yeah, I did enjoy it. <laughs> oh, how we... Forget it. When Jamie Goddard beat the shit out of Andrew Johns. Yeah, that's quite good. <laughs> and uh, the cattle dog, yeah. yeah. And then I'm... Um, also, I did enjoy when the fight happened. Uh, I can't remember what Origins who's was now, and they put the bomb for Gidley and Ben Cray ran away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, there were those uh, years that rolled in the 2010 or something like that. Yeah. That, was after, that was after Brett White King hit uh, Steve Price, I believe. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Andy Custer. was King hit, by the way. They were both swinging. No, he killed him. <laughs> he knocked killed him. Knocked him, him yeah. out cold. Cop that. Uh, Andy Custer asked, throwback to Dale's Europe trip. If Iceland, France, Italy, and England were NRL teams, which teams would they be? England would be England would be the Bulldogs wouldn't that be South no 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 here's why it's not because of the players A they thrive in dour conditions and B they never win anything yep okay thank you France what's France Uh, who are the biggest cowards Cowards, but they also randomly good like every every like warriors. Yeah, warriors <laughs> often yeah. surrender. Yeah, but when the when the when the numbers are clearly on their side, they yeah. romp. They romp. A little, little World War Two. Make a grand final every eight years and lose it. <laughs> yeah, Sean Johnson never defended, uh, never surrendered to the Nazis. Did yeah, he? yeah. 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 Okay. Who else we got? Italy. Who cheat? Oh, Storm. Cheats. Cheats. Italy yeah. the cheats. Okay, here we go. Yeah. What's the last one? Iceland. Iceland. Um, I know nothing about Iceland. Oh, who, who Raiders. Fish? They do the Viking club. There you go, that'll do. And it's cold. <laughs> and Dale has a weird affinity for both of them. There you go. Done. Good answers, us. Well done. Uh, Pete Fulcher again. Best current player not origin eligible? Tamalolo. Sam Burgess. No, it's probably Tamalolo. But I also like Sam Burgess. Tamalolo was could have been origin eligible to origin eligible too. He took uh, New Zealand. Yeah. We could have picked Queensland. Uh, ben Benny TDD Ben Benny Roberts. Um, all jokes and scandals aside, is Cam Smith the greatest player the game has seen? I can't find a player I can compare to him. It's interesting that this question happens now. Before we went on air, me, you, and uh, Campo were talking, and we all agreed when we were discussing like the best player we've ever seen at each position. We all unanimously agreed that the most inarguable best player at his position was Smith. Like to the point where you can't really even make a case for Badiris or anyone else. Walters really. or yeah. Elias. Like you can't even. Yeah, like he's so he's head and shoulders above everyone else that's ever played that position. So he's made the position way more than what he used to be, which is just pick up and pass, pick up and pass, make tackles. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, that, that's what I said on the podcast last week too. A lot of people who are smarter rugby league minds than me think he's the best I've ever seen. But I'm, I still stick with Lockyer because of the moments I have attached to it, and I can't separate those moments that's from how I rate a player. That's okay. So Lockyer's mine. That was the last question. 
Okay, we actually uh, got to a decent time despite Yeah, because no we've games. done this a hundred times before where you worry that we're not going to go long enough and then I reassure you that we will definitely Oh, I don't worry. I just, uh, you know, just, just comment. Don't worry. It would be worrying. Mm. <laughs> but here we are at the end of the podcast. You did it. Well yeah, done. Did. Proud of you. I'm feeling the man flu coming. I'm yeah. just, uh, oh, really? I am feeling the man flu. This. I've never got sick. I attribute that to the 12 Red Bulls I drink every well, day. Uh, my, my, my classic is I like I felt the cold last night. I leave the window open when I sleep. Cause Piggles likes putting his head out I'm there. wearing shorts. Yeah, I usually wear shorts too. And I'm doing this just in... Just, uh, I've actually got left socks on too just so I don't get more sick. Oh, I think I you're putting on airs for me by no, wearing and, socks. Um, but yeah, I, left him, I felt the cold breeze and I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. And then I just, yeah, like six hours later, I woke up I'm like, yeah, I really fucked that. Um, Here we are. Yeah. Uh, it was like one degree. Why not? That's uh, Illnesses for weak people. Um, <laughs> can't relate. There you can't, go. can't really relate at all. Okay, I mean, I, I did take two weeks off the podcast because I lost a goal kicking bet, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's not an illness. It's just uh, being mentally fragile. It is. Anyway, let's get out of here. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, everyone enjoy Origin tomorrow. Uh I don't care who wins. Oh, uh, wins. <laughs> Goodbye. Watch the bitch and stomp the foster kids These rules make me hallucinate Then I sweat till I start losing weight Till I see dumb shit start happening Drumming that vanilla ice trying to rap again So bounce, bounce, come on, bounce I said, hey, come on, bounce Everybody in the house with a half an ounce Not weed, I make coke, the master down We don't want shit, better ask around We 12 throws the bombers bash in town Bizarre, your mom is passing out Get her ass on the couch before she crashes out Come on, fuck that, someone help the nine He's upstairs naked with a weapon drawn <laughs> Hey, Vine, you see me stepping on these leprechauns? It gotta be acid, cause the X is gone Yeah, I took a off with some Parmesan And I think my arm is done Dog's probably numb, dumb, dumb, and full of cum And I think he about to swallow his tongue Scary acid was a false alarm You think about to die when I just got on? Well, stop acting stupid You so high that you might wake up with a guy on some new shit Yeah, I think I did too much This substance equals Red pills, blue pills, and green Big pills, masculine I take a couple of us I down a couple barrels But nothing compares to these blue and yellow purple pills I've been to Marshall Mountain Once or twice by who's counting But nothing compares to these blue and yellow purple pills Dirty dozen, 80 of us Shady brothers, ladies lovers That's why our baby mothers love us But they hate each other They probably wanna take each